My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're joined by Matt Barr, who plays Hoyt Rollins in the new prequel to Walker called Walker Independence. The show follows Abby Walker, an affluent and tough-minded Bostonian, whose husband is murdered before her eyes while on their journey out west. Abby arrives in the town of Independence, Texas, where she encounters diverse and eclectic residents running from their past, chasing their dreams, and keeping their own secrets. And one of those happens to be Hoyt. So here to talk about what fans can expect for the remaining episodes of the season is Matt Barr. So I guess I'll just jump in. I got a million fans asking me questions for you. One of the biggest questions was you started on Walker, and then your character doesn't survive, and then you end up on Walker Independence. Did you know that going in or did you get killed and you're like, oh, great, I have to go find a job. And then they call you. That's right. No, it was around the time we were we were filming that that episode where I get killed that the, 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 the producers and the, the writers were kind of throwing around this idea of keeping Hoyt going and, uh, you know, going back in time. And I didn't know they meant 150 years, you know, back in time. But um, we, we knew that we had kind of like tapped into something kind of special there. They, they really knew how to write him and. I felt like I had a good a good take on it, and um, we just thought we you know we can't we can't stop this you know it's too it's like the planets were aligned so I kind of knew as he was you know as I was taking my last breaths on Walker that we were gonna at least pursue this idea but you know getting a TV show made is like near impossible so it was like this little underdog idea that. I'll be damned. We're, we're shooting episode 11 right now. So it's pretty cool. You know, so obviously I watch Walker. I watch Walker Independence. Do mm. you find a difference between the two characters? Because you are playing one that's, you know, now 100 years earlier. I mean, they're, they're intentionally very similar. I, I did that on purpose. But mm. I, I think that the 1800s Hoyt Rollins is just more a man of action. Like he's, he's more decisive and actually... Uh, you know, pull, pulls the trigger when it's required of him. And, you know, modern day Hoyt was just kind of to me like a, like a big puppy dog. You know, he was all talk. He, he wouldn't have hurt anybody. You know, he was all heart. Still, still a, a, a genuine rascal. But um, I think the, there's just a little more danger in this, in this version of Hoyt on, on independence, even though he's, you know, he still steps and, you know, gets himself in shit every other day. It's true because they are very similar. And I was like, wow, he did such a good job. But I do see the difference because of the time that you're living in. So I'm like, oh, it makes sense that he would be much more like outgoing. I don't know, like in the sense of, you know, people can attack him at any point. It's not like the same laws that we're taking like in present day. It's true that there really was a lawless, lawless time. And that's why it was called the Wild West. And and um, you kind of had to be dangerous to, the, to survive, you know, and so. It's kind of one of those things I think he's rubbing off on Abby as she kind of comes, you know, to the Wild West from Boston. She's like, you know, this is how we this is how we do it out here. That's also what's kind of romantic about the Wild West to me. It's like, I mean, it'd be horrible to live there. Probably it would have been a tough life. But uh, yeah. yeah, I like that people just took care of shit. Yeah. And like everyone just does everything. And of course, obviously, when you're a kid. The, the cliche of like, I want to be a cop and robber. Like, I want to play this, right? You hear all those things, but they're true. And I've been on sets before and you walk on and it looks like a Western. I'm like, oh my God, like throw me a hat. And like, I'll just, I'll like play in the background. Like, it's so much fun. So yeah. what was it like for you? Obviously, like, you know, I guess starting on day one and building this new Hoyt and like playing a cowboy. And like, you're, and like, you're the ultimate cowboy. You're like the one that gets to like 
rob banks and shoot guns and steal wagons like what is all of that like i literally go to set every day with like this huge smile on my face because it is i'm like eight-year-old matt just living out his freaking dreams and it's true we all, all really all, all of us are out there and it is i mean like it's like you know playing dress up as a kid just on a really big budget you know and there's <laughs> there's horses and cattle and goats and you know chickens and all these amazing background actors that, you know, um, it's just, it's, it's incredible. It's like, you know, a time machine. And I, I really do. I, Justin Cortez and I were talking about that the other day. We were getting on our horses and we were just like giggling like little boys. Like, I can't believe we're getting to do this, you know? Um, so I think that's where honestly, a lot of the motivation of what I do is like letting that eight-year-old just come out kind of like, what would I have wanted to see as a kid? You know, this, this guy do, you kind of grow up and become those guys that you watched on, in, in the movies growing up and I was like you know all right and like is that cool for you like to think people are watching this thinking that about you like they're watching that going oh my god this is so cool like I want to be him so is that like crazy like is that like a full like weird 360 for you that people I mean I they're thinking it for sure I mean everyone loves it people watch it with their kids well that's what makes me want to like bring you know give 100% every day is because like I I was that little boy sitting there watching it. I remember my dad would take me to the movies a lot. It was just like, wow, and awe. And, um, so yeah, I, I just want to give them a good show, you know, and tell a great story. So I never want to like leave anything on the, you know, leave it on the, or, or, or I want to leave it all on the field is what I mean. I don't know. That's pretty precious to me. So that, that was cool you said that. So when you're prepping as an actor and you're reading the script, although you kind of have played a version of Hoyt before, how do you balance out the funny with the serious and then also how do you build a relationship with Catherine as Abby that is that was the most important I guess work that I do you know on the show is to find you know there's such levity that Hoyt brings and it's so enjoyable to watch and I, I love that quality in him um he's so amused by you know by things in life but we don't care about him unless he's grounded he's got to be a real human being right and I right. think you, you you earn those funny moments by making him, you know, a, a bleeding, you know, breathing, you know, real guy. And so I think that's, I do, I, I go through the script and find those moments of gravity where we, I really want to see the human in him. Um, and uh, that's, you know, also talk to our, our showrunner and people about, hey, what do you think about this? I think that'd be a really poignant moment so that the audience gets to know Hoyt's kind of heart. He, this is this is a revealing moment. So I, I just think like finding that that cocktail of that every episode is, is very important. And I think, cause if you go too far one way, like a good cocktail too much, you know, you know, you want too much tequila, you need just enough and then you need to <laughs> the mixer or, or else you kind of, you know, it, it, it it's, it's not balanced. So it's so true. Um, it comes out like corny one way or the other. Like if you fly yeah. too funny, then it's like corny, not believable and too serious, then you don't care for the character. So it's like such it's, a fine line to do. Yeah, it is. And I, I always joke. Cause like there's ver sometimes I'll do a take and well, by the way, I love Owen Wilson so much. He did the Shanghai Noon movies and he's this kind of goofy cowboy. And sometimes I'll do a take and we're like, it's a little too Owen, you know? Um, <laughs> I, again, if it, was, if it was that movie, it'd be perfect, you know? But mm. it's not quite that that tone. So, um, so I, yeah, I think, I mean, still, sometimes I, I have to finesse it and try to get it right. But and in terms of with, with Kat, you know, it's just, we, I think a lot of it was our, our closeness as, as just, you know, friends, like, you know, understanding each other and sort of just communicating off offset, you know, like kind of, you know, navigating, you know, where do you think our characters are and, you know, knowing that 
we kind of know a little bit of, of the long game of the characters. So knowing how to sort of build that, we have, we have a kind of a rough framework and then we'll just see like, let's, let's make sure we don't push too much or too little. Um, but she makes it really easy. She's a real pro and that, that's always very nice. You know, when someone, someone's kind of on the same page with you and, um, and, and we just trust each other, which is, you know, pretty essential when you're you know, in this line of work. Of course. I mean, I got to bring up, we can't help but want to root for them. And I told this to Catherine Joe's like, it was funny. Her answer was kind of like, well, you know, like things, it's life. And maybe when, and I was like, maybe when she gets over kind of her husband and she gets kind of involved with things. And then, uh, you know, the episode airs where you guys go swimming. And I was like, yeah, they got to get together. Like we need them together. (laughs) I'm like, so rooting for it. Is it because of the chemistry you think that so many people want Hoyt and Abby together? Do you think it's because of, you know, the way that you guys work together, how different the characters are. What do you think it is? Because we all are like rooting for you guys to like get together on the show. I do. I love, I always like characters that do come from like different worlds. You know, it's the, I guess it's the classic opposites attract, but mm-hmm. they also can complement each other really well. And there's these, there's these qualities in both of them that just seem like they would, they really would serve the other one. And I, and, and I buy it, you know, I mean, Hoyt's so incredibly handsome I don't, and charming, you know, I don't know. No, I mean, I, th- I think like if you if you build it right, you know, those qualities, it just seems like they really have, again, it, it's just interesting that people come from such a different worlds and different experiences and different, you know, backgrounds. And yet it is, this is what this is what happens every day, you know. I have to mention, like brought up something uh, that you broke the internet. I, well, I don't know if you know this, but you no. broke the internet with the One Tree Hill, my drama girls. I go online and I'm, you know, I'm always doing research. I interview them all the time and everything. And all of a sudden I, the internet's broken. And Matt Barr is trending and I'm going, oh my God, what happened? Is everything okay? And then I click and I was like, oh, he lifted the shirt. I was like, we're done. Everyone's done. <laughs> like, that's it. So you broke the internet with that. So I think people- Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I didn't know that, but I was funny. I was, we were backstage doing that, that live kind of event. And I thought, you know what, guys, we got to, you know, all these fans showed up. It's really cool of them. It meant a lot. And I was like, you know, we hadn't been together in 15 years, I'd say. So I said, we got to give them a show. Let's let's do something fun. Um, I used yeah. to come to One Tree Hill back in the day. I think I might have interviewed you, I think, once really quickly. Oh, wow. Like her brother. Like, yeah, like the crazy. Yeah. Brother. I just remember going, God, he's so nice. Like, and, <laughs> you know, like you watch them and I'm like, oh, there's no way that he could be that nice. And you were so nice. But so, of uh, course, I interview them all the time. But it was just so funny because I saw you trending on Twitter. And I, I don't think you're on Twitter. So I'm like, I don't know if he knows this. But, like, you literally broke the intro. I mean, there were photos everywhere. I was like, this poor guy. Like, is, like <laughs> I just went to do it, like, to have fun. But it's, like, literally everywhere. So people got to kick out. <laughs> I just had to prove that I'm really not a psycho uh, killer. You know? <laughs> As I walk through airports and people just scream, psycho Derek. I just wanted them to know, you know. <laughs> Do people still bring that up? I've traveled the world since then. And um, every continent I've been on, people bring up, you know, bring up Psycho Derek. So it's, it's, it's really amazing that this show has traveled like it did. And I was just on it for a, you know, a moment of time, but that was a really fun character. And it's cool that it kind of, you know, now I'll probably like people that are my age have kids that are, that are watching it too. So all the characters that you play are so different and even look different. The way that you present yourself, the way that you talk, the way that you move is different. So for some people that are listening to this are probably gonna be like, he's in One Tree Hill. What? Like he was in yeah. Valor. I watched that. Oh my God. It was that guy. Like, cause you do such a good job of kind of differentiating everything from the look, the hair, the movement, just everything that you do. Is that stuff that you plan for when you get a role? Like, were you like, all right, 
for Hoyt, I want longer hair. I want him to look a certain way. Is that things that you do on purpose for these different roles? Yeah, I think, and that's, that's for, when I first read the script, I sort of watch it as the audience. We talked about it. it's that little boy. Like I just, I, right. I think, well, how, how would I, per, how would I perceive this character to be? And, and really probably 90% of the time, that first instinct that like whatever I saw when I first read it is, mm-hmm. is what you see on oh, even wow. like ex- externally. And then maybe even the voice of like, I don't know. It's just, it's like, you can only watch a movie once for the first time and then same with reading a script. So yeah, I, I don't know. It, it comes to me pretty clearly. And, until the director or the, the you know studio is like, we don't want you to do that. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's just kind of how I see it, and um, I think it, if if I'm gonna do my take on it, then this is kind of how I how I'm gonna buy into this guy. You know, right. like like with the this version of Hoyt, I wanted to have you know kind of longer, unkempt hair and a beard, and he you know he showered once every month. You know, <laughs> it's so funny because you know what shows through, like even just talking to you, your love of acting your love of the arts your love of film which I find so inspiring it's clear that a lot of that impacted you and impacts a lot of what you do and you really think about it on a critical level too as an actor so is are there certain films that you kind of they're your go-to in your brain of like banked movies that you refer back to yeah I mean there was these like period adventure movies that of the early 90s when I was kind of a a young boy like Legends of the Fall and Last of the Mohicans, Dances with Wolves, oh. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, you know, there was kind of a trend here of the early '90s, and they were all period. And I, I think there was there's an, an escapism factor to that too. I really liked that. And then a lot of people say this, but like the Indiana Jones movies, something about that that longing for adventure and um, to to be transported, you know, somewhere else. Um, you know, kind of a clear like you know, good good versus bad. You know, I I, I still kind of like that at times in movies where you kind of can you know root for one one side and th- th- those are a few of those things and I do I mean I've over the years I've had a chance to even meet some of my heroes and it's like oh, you know oh my god I you know you're you know you're Indiana Jones meant so much to me I'm, as it as it did a billion people you know so yeah. I'm just one of them but I do I love it I like I loved it as a little boy and I love it now and it's like yeah, it's still I, magic to me you know sometimes I'm like oh man I wish I could go back in time and like rewatch that movie for the first time right so you you mentioned that and like I guess we we share like a love of that like that first there's nothing like that first moment like when you watch yeah. it, the first set of laughs the first of everything so when you're in like an episodic you get a first every single week so yeah. for you what is that process like versus like doing a film you know where you get and you get to explore the character even further but you get these first every single week like every week I never know what you're doing that's what's fun because like I get to like I said I get to read it for the first you know I, I get to experience it like the audience you know and each week there's a new a new adventure a new mystery or something that I get to discover about you know the world of the character so it's it's like Christmas you know when when you get that in your e- email or the the mail it's like oh my god here it is you know what's going to happen next and I love that about tv but yeah, and again, I think again, like those just experiencing it in real time is we, you know, we film it like episode to episode, you know, I'm sort of growing with Hoyt, you know, I, I don't know what's happening next, really. So as, as Hoyt's, you know, experiencing his world, so, so right. am I, and I kind of like not, not knowing the whole thing. I, as a movie, you do, you know, you, you know, it, the right. beginning, middle, and end, and then you sort of craft it. And that, that's kind of helpful, too. It's fun to sort of know your sandbox, but TV is great that way. I, you know, episodic is just it's just it's like it's like alive all the time you know it's like kind of living yeah. breathing thing that, and it's constantly evolving 
you're getting me excited. I want to go shoot right now. <laughs> well, it's, so, it's so exciting. And I love the fact, I know like some actors and I, and I get it because everyone does a different method of like doing it, but I do like the idea that you don't know, because then I feel like you're playing honesty and a lot more honesty shows because you just, you're playing what you know at that moment. And then we're watching you. And I think it comes across because, you know, it's like I said, it's funny. I have no idea what's going to happen every week. And I'm going, oh my gosh, what's going on? And yeah, there's the overall like a story or, you know, that goes through of, you know, finding like what happened to Abby's, you know, husband and all of that. Right. But there's so many things that just happen week after week that I'm just like, God, this show's so good. Cause like, it's just so different. And I think, you know, I don't know if that's a helpful thing or not. I know like you kind of mentioned it's great for episodics because it's a lot of first time things for you, but it shows because it yeah. feels like you just leave everything out there and you're just like, I'm going with it. Like whatever, like whatever they throw at me, that's what you're going to oh, see from camera. I love when people or fans will be like, oh man, you know, you, you, you kept that hidden or so close to the vest. And it's like, I just didn't know. <laughs> I didn't just, I didn't know that I was the killer, you know, or whatever. I'm, you know, it's like, well, there you go. Makes my job easy. For this season. I mean, obviously it's season one. What is Hoyt up to at this point? We're kind of like, we're in episode five that just aired and, you know, we're getting closer. We're getting a little crazier. More action is happening. More people are getting involved. So where is he at this point? Do you think mentally in terms of how am I going to maneuver all of this and how are we going to get to the bottom of almost like taking down the sheriff? Well, I think for a guy who's been, he's been a loner for most of his life trusted nobody probably didn't have many real friends you know um other than maybe like his horse and his gun so it's like i think he's he, he's a guy that sort of we've seen him slowly kind of start to build this dare i say it family you know and and starting to reveal parts of himself and and trust you know and and be able to maybe even rely on on other people and so i think i, I like that there's you know he's for the first time maybe kind of create a little team here and um also, maybe a, a finding a purpose, you know, like this, this search for the, you know, the, the killer of or Liam's killer. And, and um, no matter who that is, even helping out someone that he kind of cares for, you know, because he respects the nobility of Abby Walker and even Callian and these people that, you know, stand for something, you know. And so I think that it's funny seeing him kind of own that and realize that there's like a greater purpose in, in life than just drinking and gambling all day. I think it's funny seeing him kind of arrive there where he's like, all right, what's next in life for me? I think one of those, the moments that you did so well in that, in, in him going, wait a minute, was when he was like, I'm, I'm not going to run anymore. That moment, that whole, that when that whole scene went down and then, you know, and he was like, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay and try to get, you know, not, in you know, try to stay out of trouble but to be there for these people that he just like, like you said, bonded with. And it's so beautiful because it's a diverse group of people and yeah. you have an indigenous character that is not liked at that period of time. And to them, it's just like this little, like kind of almost like misfits put together that are all willing to like go on the line for the mm -hmm. truth. I don't think Hoyt judges people. I think, he, I think he judges them by their, by their character and by who that, you know, their actions, you know what I mean? So Callahan tells Hoyt, it's like, you know, I, there, 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 there's good in you. And for a guy who, and you'll, you'll, you'll learn more about this, who really didn't grow up with a family and probably has no one validating who he is. For someone to say that to him, I'm sure it really landed on him. Like, yeah, you know, no one's ever told me that before, that like, I'm, I'm worthy of this, you know? And, um, and yeah, and so um, in those diverse, like, you're right. I think people, 
out of necessity, like needed each other to survive out there. So no matter where you came from, and you said this was a, a really organic melting pot of people. It's like, you know, yeah. the, 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 the strength of the pack is the wolf and the strength of the wolf is the pack. Like Kai and Hoyt are friends and Callie and now like together we're, you know, we're stronger. And so I, it's kind of fun to see that family come together. It's cool. Cause it's like a little gang of you guys really like, and what I also loved, and I told Catherine this, there's a line that she says at the very end of the pilot where she doesn't want revenge. She wants justice. So like, I feel like those were the two biggest lines I took away from your characters was you not wanting to run like, you know, Hoyt not running and saying like, I'm done. And her saying like, this isn't about like just murdering people and just doing whatever for no reason. This is about justice and doing the right thing to get the justice. So it's fun to see you guys continue to grow together as a group to get that, you know, and to aim towards, you know, against the corruption at a time where that's not really held accountable. I mean, this is like a time where that doesn't really work that way. And you guys are willing to kind of go above and beyond to try to get it to work. You're right. And they all, they all kind of feed off each other on that and kind of serve each other and, and recognize that in each other. It's, it's, I, I think they've done that really well. You know, we, I sort of buy why they're all, you know, here and, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of fighting for the same, the same goals. Cause again, at the end of the day, they're all just people in this new kind of, you know, y- young town, if you will, trying to find their place in the world. We, we all, we're all doing that, you know, in our lives, I guess. On the show, it, it doesn't even matter what time period it is because it's uh, on a human level, like you relate yeah, to it. Right. I, I've always said that it's like, it, it's less sophisticated time, but it's still like the stakes are just as high. We're all fighting and dying for the same things today. Right. You know, our family, our honor, our land, you know, our name. It's, it's, it's just, you know, it's more complex, but it was kind of black and white back then. And so that's what I love about Westerns is like, it's a fun canvas in that sense. Well, what can you, I know like they don't tell you a ton of information. Uh So what can you kind of like tease as to what Hoyt and the gang, I like, you know, I I feel like you guys did a good like gang name. (laughs) Right, right. Like like our our, our little Scooby gang name, right? (laughs) Yeah, we need something good for you guys. Uh, What can you kind of tease of coming up with this group? Yeah, that's a good question. There's, um, Man, well, we, we definitely get some, there, there's some flashbacks that so get to learn a lot about people's backstories that, that will kind of reveal, you know, why they're there and why, why they're, they are who they are. I think some of these relationships, there's sort of some, um, you know, more intersections that happen between characters that get a little more intimate and sort of compromise the, the, the trust of the other characters. And some just obviously some more revealing mysteries about this whole Tom Davidson character. And maybe there's some introduction, I should say, of new characters into independence that's, that's very, uh, very crucial as to you know maybe giving answers to what happened to Liam. And yeah, there's there's some more family members that, that come into town from characters, and you know family members are 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 uh, valuable because they're you know they're they're very transparent in terms of knowing those people. So you kind of can't bullshit your family, I guess. Well, like or getting arrested, shootouts, all of that stuff we could expect. I'm I'm assuming for the the remainder. Of course, he's not. Come on, you don't change a you can't change the spots, but it's fun to see Hoyt Hoyt kind of. Uh, Starts to go undercover too for a couple of things, which is pretty fun to see him. I can I can tease that I think you know to see him sort of uh, as a con artist playing a guy playing another guy or something like that. <laughs> so I wanted to just make sure I ask you. Like I said, you have a million fans. They all don't get to talk to you like I do. So is there anything that you want to say to them? Because literally, I got messages from all different projects that you had done, and I was like, wow. I mean, like you literally have fans that have followed you from show to show, like you know, project to project, that are just 
could not be happier to see you. They were so, and then also the, uh, the other biggest thing I got on Twitter was the fact that they brought you back. I mean, people were just so ecstatic that they got to see Hoyt, even though it's a different one, but got to see him. So is there anything you want to say to them? Oh man. Well, thanks for, thanks for sharing that with me. I, I guess I just like the luckiest guy in the world that like gets to grow up and the kid from Dallas that wanted to be an actor and, you know, play a cowboy or a helicopter pilot or a treasure hunter, you know, I've, I've really had the chance to do that. And I always hope that I, you know, I just want to do a good job and, you know, give, give the, the audience a good show. So if, if people enjoyed it and they're, they're, you know, they've enjoyed my performances, I think that's like maybe the greatest thing I could ever ask for. So thank you for, for watching me and for, for following over the years. And I hope that, um, yeah, I promise you I'll continue to give my best and keep, keep, you know, bringing it. I got a lot, I got a lot in this tank still, you know what I mean? And I've learned a lot too. So I'm, I've, I've seen myself grow. It's kind of fun. I'm sure the audience maybe too, just getting a little more, you know, just, just, yeah, we all evolve and we get skilled and we find, you know, new, new tricks and things to, to tell stories. So I'm just feel really fortunate and gosh, I, I love it, man. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Matt Barr talk about his acting experience and what fans can expect for this upcoming season. We were so excited to have him on. So please make sure you check out Walker Independence, which airs Thursdays on The CW and is also available streaming on The CW app. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content.